0: It's time for Moment of Truth with David Moses.
1: Element. Element. Element FM.
2: This is a special one-hour presentation of Moment of Truth my guests here on Moment of Truth are The Grandmother's Voice. Now I've had The Grandmother's Voices on the show before. However, they have added some new people to the mix and they have some new events coming up. They have a wonderful website that you can go and visit at grandmothersvoice.com and you can find out more about them. But Ultimately, Grandmother's Voice is a body of united Indigenous people creating a sustainable community and organization that continues to serve, educate, and heal our nation. Now, with me on the show, I have... Get ready for this, because this is a big one. we got about six people here on the show, and it's wonderful to have them all here. We have on the show with us from Grandmother's Voices, and this is not necessarily in order how they're going to introduce themselves, but we have Renee Thomas-Hill, we have Gail Whitlow, Sherry Saville, we have Faith Hale, Jodie Harbour, Val King, and Cindy Lee. So it's a pleasure to have them all here with me on the show to talk about what's going on with Grandmother's Voices and update us on what this organization is doing. And as I say, we've had them on the show before, We've talked to them about the organization, how it got started and why, but we're going to recap that a little bit. But first, let's start with some introductions, shall we? We'll start with uh, Jody. Jody Harbour. Jody, welcome.
0: My name is Jody Scano, Jody Negasso. My name is Jody Harbour. My great-grandmother was of the Six Nations, Cayuga uh, Nation of the Six Nations of the Grand River Territory. And she was enfranchised um, in the late uh I guess the, well, actually early 1900s. So, Um, and I, uh, yeah, I've been doing my healing journey for over 20 years and and my healing journey has led me to these amazing, beautiful women.
2: It's such a nice pleasure to have a lot of the women here on the show because I know, well, I know almost everybody, Renee, Gail, Val, uh, Jody, Sherry, I know all of you. I'm sorry I don't know Cindy Lee and Faith, but I'm, I'm hoping that I can get to know you in the future. But having said that, Renee, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself?
3: Sega, it's Sega. nice to see you, David. Um, welcome to um, a time with your grandmothers. And mm. this is um, an opportunity to know each and every one of us. I am the oldest <laughs> of, the, of the grandmothers, and I come from Sixth Nation. I am Kyuga of the kewgan nation and bear clan and i'm very pleased to be a part of a team of
1: creating wellness
2: Hmm. nice that's renee thomas hill gail gail whitlow
1: such a pleasure to be on your show and um, i just want to thank you for all the beautiful work that you're doing Uh, my name is gail whitlow i'm from six nations i'm Bear Clan, and I have the mother of five and the grandmother of 14 and a half, (laughs) Um, the beautiful ladies that are uh, joining today have all been working really hard at helping to um, formulate grandmother's voice and to create something that is extremely necessary at this time. I guess I have to say that it's just a wonderful time to be here on uh, Mother Earth. And with that, thank you for having us.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Cindy Lee. Mino mm-hmm. Gajep.
4: Pleasure to be here in the circle with the grandmothers. Nogames Magazine, Cindy Lee, is my uh, name, uh, grandmother Little Eagle. Um, and my my family, my dad's family, uh, Anish- um, Anishinaabe uh, Seat. Um, from um, Eastern Ontario and New Brunswick, and just pleasure to be here um, at this time as well. With, I am a mother of five grown adult children. I am a grandmother of two grandbabies. Well, they're a little older now, <laughs> and um, I'm just really pleased to be able to to be in the the circle with um, each of us, and uh, it is a beautiful time to be here, and a lot of things are happening, for sure. And um, thank you for having us, David, and, and
2: thank you. Jimmy hmm Jimmy miigwech for being here, and thank you for that introduction. Faith. Faith
5: Hale. Doja, David, how are you? My name, my spirit name is Oda Nagabagish, which means uh, blooming flowers in the spring. I am Prairie Chicken Clan from uh, the Mandan Hadatsa Nation in uh, Fort Berthold, hmm. Uh, North Dakota. So I've been in Turtle Island now for about 40 years, uh, visiting and loving the life that we have here. So uh, I'm just excited to be a part of uh, the grandmother's voice and being a grandmother of seven myself and having seven children. um, You can understand how important it is to have voice this time Mm. uh, in our world to help guide and bring uh, uh, peace and spirit to what we know our world needs to be so i'm just grateful mm. to be amongst these beautiful women and to share uh in this circle and the sacredness of being grandmothers so mm. thank
2: you mm-hmm uh, um, okay so having said that uh sherry sherry Seville
6: i uh, sherry Saville. i come from the treaty six territory in saskatchewan that's where my roots are are planted from my family my family still lives out there But I moved out to Ontario about 28 years ago, and I make uh, Milton my home. I've always been an urban Indigenous woman. um, And I'm just so thrilled and honoured to be part of Grandmother's Voice, uh, being part of this beautiful circle of women that uh, that we are surrounded here today. And I'm just honoured. Thank you so much, David, for having us.
2: Well, you're quite welcome. And by the way, happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you. Also, we now have Val King with us. Val, it's a pleasure that you were able to join us. And uh, we're just going through some introductions. I'm just wondering if you would like to say a few words about yourself.
7: My name is Adepadu Kichidakwe Makwa Doram, which means she who speaks the truth, woman warrior leader. And uh, I have seven children, seven grandchildren. I'm from Mississaugas of the Credit. I'm Bear Clan. And... um, I wear a hat of many traits, so Mm. um, I'm a holistic counsellor, I work from spirit, I work with medicines, I uh, do a lot of advocacy work for missing and murdered Indigenous women and uh, the water. I work with women, I do uh, ceremonies, so that's a little bit about me.
2: And you're also involved with the Makwa uh, Singers?
7: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm part of the, me and my daughters are, are Manor singers. We do a lot of openings and closings. We have a, one CD out and we have another CD ready to go um, on Round Dance songs. The first one was mainly on Missing and Murdered songs.
5: Mm-hmm.
7: And this one is a lot of social songs. So that's exciting. It only took uh, <laughs> three attempts, I think, this time. <laughs> Good to so, hear. Yeah. And,
2: well welcome all of you and it's uh, and thank you and Chimiguetchen and Yawa for all those introductions. As you can see, there's a lot of wisdom. there's a lot of experience around this grandmother's voice table. I'm gonna ask Jody to just now give us that background on grandmother's voices why and how it came about?
0: You know, uh, I'd just like to acknowledge as well a few of our other grandmothers that couldn't be with us today. Um, Tracy Whiteye and the, the whole other group and circle of women that, that do so much uh, wonderful work with us. Um, you know, uh, you did mention a bit about Grandmother's Voice and just the structure of what we're trying to create. But the, this, the p- bigger picture is that we're all being guided by spirit together. So, um, you know, grandmother's voice is a body of this, the unified, unified indigenous people and we're creating change. That's our goal. And the, and the change is about, um, you know, just being able to offer love and be ourselves. And we're creating a a sustainable community and organization that we hope will continue to serve and educate, heal our nation. Um, But, you know, as I think all the ladies have said, we're, we're guided by spirit. And it's so beautiful um, that our ancestors and the creator, the Giswenta, each other, um, you know, the group of the women that support each other, our members, our brothers and sisters who continue to arrive and, and unite for this purpose of lifting each other up. And it's growing. And, um, and this is really what Grandmother's Voice has come to be. You know, we're, we're really just living what our purpose is supposed to be for caring for one one another. And so our hope is that Grandmother's Voice will awaken others to do the same work in their own communities. Um, The women who are here speaking today, they'll be sharing more about what Grandmother's Voice is doing. And, and how we've come to be is just really uh, all of our paths have crossed at some point in time. And, you know, and we're just being guided to be brought together to make to make something, um, you know, bigger happen and opportunities for everyone to have a voice and speak and share their gifts. So um, these women who are about to share what grandmother's voice is all about are women that have been around. Sorry, not not that long, you know, but uh, I guess for decades doing this work in a way um, of of really being holding that space for Indigenous people and the Indigenous women. These are our trailblazers, our leaders, our women that are, you know, have been praying for Mother Earth, the healing for Mother Earth and the healing for all. And so I'm, I'm really honored to be involved with such i guess a, a prophecy and a circle of women who are are making many things happen. Mm. And
2: Jody just when did when did the organization get actually started and off the ground just so we have that time preference?
0: Um well the the name actually came about through a blog that i was writing 7 years ago and that's that was the day that i just started spreading like saying, we're like, there's grandmother's voices out there. Grandmother's voice is what we're doing. And when I met Gre- Renee uh, through my healing journey, who our grandmothers are our great grandmothers are sisters. Um, I shared this story with her and Gail right away. So I would say, you know, seven years ago, we, mm-hmm. we began talking about this mm-hmm. uh, this organization and, you know, from an organization standpoint of, you know, from the colonial way, Right. We can say that, you know, is it is it a nonprofit? Not yet. We're we're doing the process mm-hmm. the way that we need to do the process. So yep. so it's been existing for many years, David. <laughs> we just have, we just put the grandmother's <laughs> voice name to it today.
2: That's great. And, you know, the, the other thing is it's basically a network that you're establishing and you're establishing this network of grandmother's voices. It's part in part because you want to be able to acknowledge the wisdom and the knowledge that these women are carrying. And also it's because I know that there's a a concern about... The, the way that this knowledge is shared, it's great that uh, the, the grandmothers are being asked uh, as individual women sometimes to go out and speak somewhere, to be given an, an honorarium for speaking somewhere. But you, wanted to, you guys wanted to establish this more as an organization and, and have it more recognized that, hey, these are professionals, these are professional people with with professional knowledge just like anybody else out there with a PhD. So the point is that that knowledge is valuable and it should be acknowledged that way. And I think that was not necessarily the the, the total focus but it was part of being recognized as you guys point out, you are grandmothers, you've got that knowledge, you've got that those that experience behind you. So I know that uh, Cindy Lee has to run off to another another meeting. So we'd like to get her to uh, come forward, if, if that's okay, to have her speak now so she can get off to her other uh, her other obligations. So, Cindy Lee, I understand you're going to be speaking to the role of understanding what it is to be uh, offered to all. Now, I'm not sure what that means, to offer to all, to be able to speak to all?
4: I think uh, what I'd like to just share a little bit about is the programming and the work that we would be doing and that we do every day as grandmothers Mm -hmm. you know as women um we have um you know this is where the work comes from right so the relationships that we have and I, i think that becoming a physical grandmother myself um outside of a spiritual grandmother really um there's there's that that responsibility and role that we have and so in grandmother's voice as we are grandmothers looking at this and who we are as women the connections that we have um, to our um, place within um, the community, and and being able to pass that traditional indigenous knowledge right um, through to our to our generations to our to our community. Um, in, in those ways of the old, of the grandmothers my understanding is my medicine name uh, seven uh, grand daughters seven grandfathers behind those grandfathers sit seven grandmothers and um, that that connection to the earth the connection to who we are as not just as women but as as, as humans as two-legged right uh, in our in our communities that role of that grandmother is 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 really broad and so Part of the programming that we are beginning to 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 put in place is, you know, we have our, our wonderful um, speaking series and sharing of knowledge um, with the grannies, sharing around the table um, about ways of being and knowing the connections that we have within ourselves. How is our our spirit connected uh, to? Who we are as to as as a, as a woman, as a man, as a two spirited individual, and the responsibilities that we have to um, to the communities. I've always been told that we're like that backbone, you know. Um, you know, as a traditional dancer, um, one of the things is that eagle feather that's worn up uh, the back, uh, which is in line with my my spine, with which is in line with that that community and that strength that sits within that community. So the work that we're doing is picking up those bundles, um, but also uh, having others begin to pick up the bundles of their understanding of who they are and the work that the, we do as grandmothers. And that's very vast. It's from medicines to healing work, to working with our young people, to missing and murdered Indigenous women, to, from our um, you know from government to private sector to non-private sector. You know, we are professionals, David, absolutely. But we are carrying that inherited knowledge mm. that's been passed down to us through our mother's lines, through our families, through the spirit around us, through our ability to connect to all things. And I think that that is a gift that we all bring. And um, Val, Grandmother Val, did speak about that spirit, right? So mm. um, I, I'm, I'm, that is where I'm understanding that we are we are going to be putting forward and we are already been doing this work as duty has said so um that would that that's what we're being called to do in, in those good ways picking up those bundles of work and that responsibility that goes with that you know and um and it's beautiful to sit in a woman uh, with a circle of grandmas and grandpas <laughs> hmm. um it's really it's quite a, a, a beautiful thing as well um as a grandmother to be able to do that Mm. Thank you.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Cindy. I know, uh, as you say, you have to you have to run off. But before you go, what is it? What does it mean to you to be able to sit around a table or to be involved with these other grandmothers uh, of knowledge and to be able to have that collective voice? What does that mean to you?
4: Um, it 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 is. Um, it feels old. Um, it feels old in a lot of ways, but it feels it feels known. Um, it feels um, that's where I need to be. And my spirit is happy there. It also is is that collective knowledge. We start adding up our years. You mm-hmm. <laughs> probably have enough here that goes over and beyond how old uh, North America or kind of the United States could be called at this point. Um, but it, you know, just to be able to work um, together, it's it's just. I I don't really know if David, honestly, if I have a word for that other than it's more of a an inner knowing um, and a coming home. To of a light mind, um, a one mind, um, and it feels a bit of a of a responsibility there to to be able to to be in that circle, um, but it's a good it's a good responsibility. It's 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 a good feeling.
7: Mm.
2: When you say when you use the word old, there, I think I get the sense that you really mean familiar. Not necessarily, mm-hmm. not necessarily like um, old in terms of decrepit or old in terms of uh, out, out, worn. More like a familiar surrounding. Is that what you were referring to?
4: Correct. Yes, because oh. I, I, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm a younger chronological grandmother, but spiritually <laughs> old. So yes. when I speak about old, I, I feel old in the way of our spirit mm. of, of the of the teachings are very old time immoral like mm. forever mm. right mm. and these teachings are within and the mentors the grandmas that i have been a number of years with have always said that you know our 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 ways of being annoying are within us they're within our bloodlines or within our blood memory that's what i mean by old mm. and that when that comes together in that circle of grandmas um and grandpas or you know individually or collectively together there's there's this um Oldness that's within us that is is just come, comes it just resonates and and that's what I mean by that and absolutely not decrepit for sure <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but old and old in the knowing of the uh, of yes. there's and the ancestors are our grandmothers our mother lines that have gone before us mm. right and those that are coming that we haven't seen yet that mm. are still you know the faces unseen that are coming from the spirit world right so um, it it's it it goes back many generations, mm. seven, maybe even more, right? right, right. It goes back into the beginning of, of, of the creation and that upright right. um, mm. um, and our connection to at that time, mm-hmm. right? So that's what I mean by old. Tim yep.
2: Rich, Tim Rich, Tim Rich, Tim Rich. And Cindy, I know you have to run off. So to everyone else, I just want to let you know that you're listening to Element FM in Toronto and Ottawa. That's 1065 in Toronto, 95.7 in Ottawa and anywhere across the country. If you download the Radio Player Canada app, type in one of those two coordinates as well as E-L-M-N-T-F-M. And then listen on your device of choice 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can also listen to Moment of Truth on your favourite Uh, podcasting platforms and on our SoundCloud and on elementfm.ca. My guests here on the show are Grandmother's Voice. They include the voices that we have with us today, Renee Thomas-Hill, Gail Whitlow, Sherry Saville, Faith Hale, Jody Harbour, Val King, and Cindy Lee. We're talking to them about Grandmother's Voices, and we've had them on the show before. Grandmother's Voice, as I mentioned off the top of the show, is a body of unified Indigenous people creating a sustainable community and organization that continues to serve, educate, and heal our nation. Now, Our Nation is referred several times throughout the Grandmother's Voice uh, on the website and, and what they say about themselves as they describe themselves. And I'd like to ask, uh, maybe Jody or or who else would like to jump in there? When you refer to the our nation, what does our nation mean? Does it mean uh, specifically indigenous? Does it mean indigenous and non-indigenous? How does that translate? Uh,
0: Faith, would you like to jump in here?
5: Hi, hi, Jody, hi, Grandmothers. Um, when I refer to our nation, I I really look at one nation. Like I'm not looking at. Uh, the many facets that we have today in honor of our languages and who we are. But I do believe we are the the human race. And when I think about that, I I think about a prophecy that um, around hope. And I know Grandmother Romine may talk about it, but how I came to know this nation of women, I'll just put it that way, is that um, I was doing a conference in Toronto and uh, I was given by the spirit to put a slide in that said hope. And I was a little bit nervous about it because I wasn't speaking about hope. Mm. I was speaking so. about trauma. And when we think about collective healing and who we are as one nation, we, we all, through our many, many years, and, and the elders tell me 60,000 years on Mother Earth, that's the nation that we talk about, 6,000 years in the Americas mm. as our nation. So, when we begin to think about this one nation and our prophecy and who we are and our language, and I believe when when our sister talked about old, that's what I refer to, is that we are spirit beings and those spirits live within us and why we come together today for that hope. Now, today, I I understand it as hands out reaching people's equity. In our nation's ceremonies, it's equitable. There's equity Mm -hmm. for our men, for our women, for our children, for all So we're not we're not here representing a group that's moving forward in a way that it is for a specific people. It is really for the human race. Mm. And we all need that collective healing. And Mm. we know that today because of what we're facing. Mm. Um, My work with grandmothers is really about who I am in my spirit Um, as a professional uh, executive director of child cares and early learning. And I was called to that work as I'm being called to this work. It is our responsibility, and we must be accountable today. And, uh, you know, many, many years of ceremony for myself, understanding spirit, um, uh, alone a lot of the times, just on Mother Earth to understand what is this. And I believe this is the work of our women today, is that we've done that hard work about healing, about wanting to understand how do we fit uh, when we talk about urban, because this is an urban design We're looking at our people. In Ontario alone, 85%, uh, well, I'll say 85, but some people might say 80% of our people uh, on First Nations are now living in urban areas. Mm. What does that look like? We are one of the fastest-growing nations in the Americas, which is, again, another prophecy. So as we collect this information today as grandmothers and we live within that space of celebration and joy, because that's what I do know um, once sitting with uh, an elder And learning as a young woman, he took us aside and said, you know, you look after the children and I need you to understand that one day these children are going to only have the language of celebration. So we must learn that language again. And that's in our ceremony. So when we come together holistically with with everything that we have, we're moving programs or projects in urban area that people may talk about to processes, because this is our way of life. This is our knowledge and mm. we hold this knowledge so sacred. So in our work, in our design as grandmothers, it is really about the process and about all of this knowledge for 60,000 years, bringing this forward that we may have this land, our, what we call our mother earth, celebrating and being cared for, our waters being taken care of just like our children. So this call to action, David, is a big call, and it requires many. It is not the few women in this room, and mm. we know that, but we stand in our place today, and we're now holding that, and sometimes standing in the gap, because there's so many that that don't have that understanding. And when we talk about mainstream and where we are in, in urban area, we talk about that gap, because in our mainstream brothers and sisters, they don't understand that it's really about our earth, our sustainability, where we are today and where we're going to be seven generations to come. So we're actually uh, living the decisions of our people seven generations before us. And I often look that way for direction to understand, Ah, oh, grandma, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. And, and they're with me. So that is the important knowledge that I want to share with people today because there isn't anything that we can't achieve when we stand in this space and we're responsible. So, all of those teachings, all of the prophecies, all of the understanding is what we're putting into this work in the urban area that we would be able to have joy and celebration. And that's what I have to say.
2: Mm. Okay, Jimmy guachinawa for that. You know, something that came to me as you were speaking there, the knowledge that you share, and like you said, it's not just limited to the grandmothers here in this room that we are speaking with today. It's a collective thing, and that collectivity, it sounds like you're, you're all speaking from, as conduits, conduits of the knowledge to be passed down and to share and to move it forward. I would agree. Okay, well, that's a spot for us to take a break. We're going to take a break here on Moment of Truth, but don't go away because we're going to be back with the Grandmother's Voices right after this break, and we have lots more to share about uh, the organization, about what they're doing. You will not believe the events that they have planned and they have coming up and that you can probably take part in online. Uh, if you go to their website at grandmothersvoice.com, you can check all of this stuff out. You can see the events that they have coming out. there. a uh
0: speaker series, and it's, it's Awakening the Medicines Within. Right, and um,
2: and we'll share. Series, yes. Yeah, we'll share
0: more of that after this.
2: All right, yes, we will. Thank you for that, Jody. Hey, you're trying to take my job away from me. All right, don't go away, everybody. We'll be right back with more grandmother's voices right after this.
0: Now back to moment of truth with David Moses.
1: Element. Element. Element FM.
2: We're back, and you're listening to Element FM in Toronto and Ottawa. This is Moment of Truth. That's 106.5 in Toronto, 95.7 in Ottawa, anywhere across the country. If you download the Radio Player Canada app, type in one of those two coordinates, as well as ELM and TFM, and then listen on your device of choice 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can also listen to Moment of Truth on your favorite podcasting platform. My guests here on Moment of Truth are... Grandmother's Voice. And we've had them on the show before, but we are featuring them today on a one-hour special because they have grown. There's more grandmothers involved. They have added since the last time we've had them on. And it's great to see that they are growing, that they are getting that message out there, that they are continuing to share that knowledge and get that message out there. They have a a, a speaking series going on. They have uh, several events. They've had a bunch of events that have gone on in the past. And you know, I, I was tempted to say that they're they're sort of based out of the Halton area, but that's only because of a few of the women that are involved are based in the Halton area. I do know that they're trying to move towards establishing something there uh, on a more permanent basis, but it's not about one specific spot that I heard uh, mentioned earlier. And I'm not sure if it was uh, Cindy Lee or if it was Faith that mentioned this about this collectivity, that it's not just about the the people in this room. It's not just about, you know, this one area. It's about getting this and, and creating this collective knowledge and growing that collective knowledge, getting as many grandmothers in from right across Turtle Island to join in to represent themselves in their own areas, and it's really cool to hear that because of that connectivity that is still unified throughout this this organization as it grows. Now, I know that uh, one of the one of the grandmothers with us, Val King, is is uh, uh, she had to pull over to the side of the road to talk to us. So Val, uh, say go and and welcome Ani.
7: Ani, David, uh, I'm pulled over and I'm by the Grand River of water here right now. So nice, it's a beautiful spot to be. Mm-hmm. talking. So I want to say Chimi Gwech for hosting us um, and all the other uh, beautiful grandmothers that are on here with us, the uh, Um It's a great time to be talking about this right now because it's a uh, full moon and this full moon is about Makwa um, um So there's a lot of ceremonies that are happening right now at homes um, concerning the grandmothers. So my my part of being part of this is the um, uh, same as what everybody else has been talking about, is um, how it's connected to the community, how it's connected to my role as uh, Nookomis. My grandchildren call me Nukomis. Um And it's about holding the line, I, I guess, comes to my mind. Holding the line and passing the teachings and culture down to our my, my children, my grandchildren, through songs, through ceremonies, through language, through singing, through dancing, things that were taken away from us, from colonial acts, um, so we wouldn't be who we, who we are. Um, hope That's what they thought would happen, but it didn't. Mm. And that, t- that speaks to that resistance and power that we can adapt to in, in many kinds of forms and ways. And sometimes protocols have been changed for different things, but it just comes down to as long as you have your your tobacco your water your prayers that things can come through and um, i'm proud of my children when they speak the language one one of my grandchildren speaks Mi'kmaq and Anishinaabe a mm. uh, couple of other ones speak Mohawk and Ojibwe i've been trying to learn the language for 30 years my one daughter does the uh, language classes on Wednesday night for the community Mm. we do drumming and singing virtually on Tuesday nights Um, I do like the ceremonies that I start bringing back to the community 30 years ago started with a feast and then has continued like with sweat lodges and things like that and and I'm still learning I'm still growing from learning from other grandmothers as I travel even grandfathers and but you know also from our ancestors, the star nation, the star people, our family received a crop circle, which is a star people 21 years ago. And we're still following that. And grandmother's voice is once one, one uh, way to do that, um, to help our people. And um, I'm a, I sit as a grandmother in many ways as within my family, within um, as a, do traditional openings. I sit with different universities within their healing lodges. Um, Guelph is—I've been on this project for the thirteen grandmothers that they're bringing together for the students at McMaster with Bernice Downey. We've been working. We're opening up a healing lodge that we've been working on for three years for the knowledge keepers that have been uh, working with the staff there. So, um, I've went back to school to help use the education system to help our people. I never thought I'd see myself as a, um, a student at a university, as an Indigenous woman, an older woman, and uh, but I did it. And then I went on for my Master's, and then many other women um, have gone through programs like that too. I have like many Indigenous women friends that have their PhD, and that's where I'm working now towards. And it's to help our people. My goal is to help our people. And this uh, that's what this... Um, learning lodges at at McMaster. So some of the things along the way that I've done is work at shelters within my community. I'm a Skabeas, I'm a helper. I work with a shelter, work with at the prisons. And so I've, that's connected to the women and the water. And we are life givers. So that's what we're supposed to be doing is looking after the water, praying for Mother Earth. And that's all part of, in the Western language, they say advocacy and this is what we do, we, we um, do the water walks, we're doing the prayers for our people, for all races of people. And I know Faith was speaking to um, nations. It's in our language. When we say Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee or in the language of Lakota people, when we're saying who we are, we're saying um, we are the original people. We are the original people that in our language, that's what we're saying. And we may all have different ways to do certain things, but it's the same thing. And um, this event that I'm doing, I started because we've had such a high rate of missing and murdered Indigenous women. Uh, they say it's 500. Then they said it was 1,200. Well, our records say over 4,000 because we are oral people. And the walks across Canada, the one that was led by Gladys Reddick, the stories that came forward was over 4,000, and that's a lot. And it's still increasing. You know, like I have a website and everything. Um, my goal was to help decrease it, but it's still increasing. And it's closely related to how they've treated our women in the past and still do. So we're just doing an event. I've been doing events for many years. And we're doing another one. I I stopped for about a year and a half because I was thought maybe the vigils and all of those things weren't, weren't working. And then more people from the band came together with me this time for my First Nation. And then I asked grandmother's voice if they would um, assist in any way. Um, but we were going to do the, a drive around within the cars virtually, put the ribbons on the trees and people can at home. I don't like the red dresses because Josephine Mandeman talked to me about that. She said, if we hang the dresses on the tree, then we're suspending those women, their spirits here. And um, we're, we're not doing them any justice by doing that to them again. So mm-hmm. that's why I don't like hanging those dresses and we put the red prayer cloth up in a tree. So that's what we're going to do in our community and then put signage on our cars. And we have one lady that was murdered in our community. We're going to pay respects to her her uh, memorial garden and uh, bring a gift to her family there. Um, mm-hmm. So that'll happen on the 14th and the ties will stay up for two weeks and we'll have another fire at the end. And hopefully some of the Um, things will be down a little bit for people to come put their tires in the uh, fire. Mm. Um, But that was something like the event that we did with uh, Grandmother's Voice at um, Crawford Lake for two, I think Mm. it was almost a month we did it there, and there was like over 100 ties for education awareness in the video that we did. It was a beautiful video on a grandmother's, Mm. on how it relates to historical pieces of why MMIW, there's so many, and what it relates to, Mm. and how it's all connected. Mm. to just one piece of the, the colonial pieces and systemic racism that happens to our people. Mm. Yeah.
2: Okay, uh, that is Val King we just heard from. We're going to go back to our other circle of uh, grandmothers that we have here on the show, and we are speaking with Grandmother's Voice. Uh, you can check them out online at grandmothersvoice.com. If you go to their website, you can find out more about what they're all about And maybe if you're interested and so inclined, you can uh, take part. There's a place for you to reach out and get in contact with them and find out how you can get involved in your own area. Maybe there is someone that is involved with Grandmother's Voices right now that is in your area or maybe you want to find out about how you can connect with Grandmother's Voices and get that collective voice moving out into a region of the country or somewhere on Turtle Island that, that can help facilitate this movement to get more and more of the, the women and Grandmother's Voices involved and getting the, the word out there about the work that, that they're doing. Uh, we haven't heard from Gail. Gail Whitlow is with us as well. She's one of the uh, original grandmothers. Gail Sego and Ani, and welcome.
1: Uh it's such a beautiful day. Thank you for taking the time to um, share our stories with, with you today. Mm. We are in such a beautiful time. Um, there is a crisis that we are facing right now, and it's through the crisis that we are starting to Um, understand uh, on a different level, more of what is needed to help bring us uh, back to balance. So, you know, we're all part of this earth and what has happened over time is kind of that disconnection and because we aren't paying attention to our natural environment, to those voices, the trees that speak, the land that speaks, we have been disconnected as people, so part of grandmother's voice then is to bring back um, that voice so that we can share and we can make people aware that um, that that there is a disconnection because a lot of people aren't even aware that um, they aren't connected, and this has um, been prophesized. We had to go through a time where um, th- this happened. And it was again a learning curve for us human beings. So, this grandmother's voice um, uh, responsibility that we have talks about uh, restoring the balance back to us as uh, humans, um, like mentioned, but we are collectively undertaking a collective consciousness to do so. So, we have many projects out there, many people are. And are looking at this and saying, you know, we have to do something to uh get back to our original ways. I remember as a child being told or being young, saying, Oh, we can't go back to the old ways. We can't go back to the old ways. Um, and I used to hear that and I go, Well, we need to go back to the old ways. And so it was kind of my thoughts were kind of um different than um, you know, I guess uh most at the time. And by going back to our ways, um, before we had um, contact here on this continent, we could drink the water, we could breathe the air. Um, We had a a respect for the land and and it's simply that we have to uh, find that again. So, you know, I remember hearing um, Isaac Day talk about the fact that, We have many things like pollution that are actually gifts because what it does is it helps us to, um, we're all in it together. And if we want to overcome this problem collectively, we have to overcome this problem. So that's kind of what we're doing here. We have some issues that um, aren't being addressed and collectively we can look at many things that need to change in order to bring us back to, uh, I guess, a better place in our our world. You know, um, I guess we here also, you know, we are part of the earth and people don't understand that as we live, as we breathe, as we take that air um, into our lungs, as we, there is no disconnection. Um, In order to bring that connection back, I think that we certainly are on the right track here by... Offering teachings by offering all of the different things that have come our way, and that we are trying to, uh, I guess, get out there as, um, I don't know, as a way to come back to, you know, that that heart and that soul of our of our people. And I'm not talking just about to our people as Indigenous people. I'm talking about our responsibility as Indigenous people to uh, aid those that have come um, to our country and to our territory. We have to help them to feel a part of this um, human existence that um, we live. And a lot of people uh, move and move and move and move and they can never feel uh, completely at peace or at home in, in one location. And it's simply because um, they don't know that maybe they they should make an offering to the land and the spirits of the land and the ancestors of the land that were here and are here so that um, they can get that understanding and that um, connection that they are looking for. So, you know, um, we're about empowerment and not just empowerment of, um, you know, a simple, thing. It's more empowerment of uh, that heart-mind connection to get us back into the right um, mind of thinking and to be able to have that compassion, that, I guess, that bond that you get when, you know, there's a a sense of peace that comes from putting that love and that uh, spark back into everything that you do. So it's like, where we need to create beauty again. Um, When we look at um, all of the issues facing us, um, it's hard to not see the beauty, but we have to collectively um, look for it. And looking for that beauty is what's going to bring us back to a sense of, oh my goodness, you know, I didn't realize that I'm doing this and it's having this negative impact on Mm. those around me. You know, so, so the biggest lesson, I guess, is, um, is for us to help one another, to love one another, and these times are really bringing out, uh, you know, the depression and bringing out the, you know, the vulnerability that we yeah. have, and when we can overcome this, we can overcome anything that um, comes in our way. So. In order to find peace, we also have to look for it. You know, we have to understand what peace is. We have to um, go to our elders. We have to listen to those lessons that we learned, um, listen to some of those things that our grandmothers told us and we um, didn't understand at the time. But now that we're... uh, Now that we're listening, you know, that's when we can have the greatest change. So the team is about uh, finding that collective body who can actually go and um, make change in a good, strong, positive way. So that's what we're trying to do is simply to um, make some needed changes.
2: Mm. You now, Jimmy Gwetch, I really like some of the things you were saying there about uh, the heart-mind connection, vulnerability, and compassion. I must admit, I had not thought of pollution as a gift, uh, but I really understand that message. It is something that unites us and all of us, and that's <laughs> it's really interesting uh, to look at it that way. Sherry Saville, someone I've known for quite some time, and it's a pleasure to have you back on the show. Sherry, please... Uh, Tell us uh, something about grandmother's voice and your time involved and and what it is that you want to share.
6: Mm, thanks David. Uh, yeah we've known each other for quite some time and being an urban person you know I, I was always trying to find my community when I moved to Ontario mm. and uh, you know I did find it on Six Nations when I did um, work out there but you know nothing in my community of Halton mm. until started uh, until we started doing work together uh, with grandmother's voice really creating that sense of community, which is so important for a lot of us that have always lived in an urban area. I work for the school board and so within our own within our own realm of education, we're, we are called by, we're mandated by the Ministry of Education at First Nations, Métis, Inuit perspectives in all areas from K to 12. But we can't do that alone in isolation, just with the students. We need to do that within our community as well. And so we created, um, we started we started doing community work, community engagement sessions. And it was amazing how many people came out, people that wanted to learn, people who were trying to reconnect with their community. And, uh, and then of course, you know, being be part of grandmother's voice has catapulted that in in our community we are looked upon now as um well not now but we're looked upon to to also have that engagement in our community but not only that we are also bucking the norms in a sense right? you know you, you mentioned earlier about talking about the honoraria we're really trying to get to trying to have a discussion an honest discussion around that mm-hmm. be, you know when we have the the wealth of knowledge within this circle that we have here on on zoom there the we talked about it last night like the the knowledge that all these women have all the grandmothers have all the grandpas the uncles the aunties that's priceless you can never get that and these are things that were carried through and saved for us for the coming faces through colonization through all the things that our parents went through and our grandparents and great great grandparents. Through residential school and and the horrible things that happened to our our ancestors, but you know they kept those things alive and safe for us that we can still continue learning. I'm a, I've always lived in the area in the, in in an urban center, so I never was brought up with my teachings because when my mom finished residential school, she now was educated and considered white. She lost her status, so she had to her granny had to or her mother, I'm sorry, had to find a place for them just outside the community. So we never were we never were brought up that mm-hmm, way
0: mm-hmm.
6: we knew that we, we we knew that there were certain teachings and things like that but we weren't brought up until and then in, in education there was nothing there either in the 60s and 70s that was positive about indigenous people because of course they were still trying to wipe us out and now with my role within um, education to see the the wealth and breadth of the things that they educators wanting to include in the curriculum from k to 12 but like I said you know we have the we have our community that also wants to become uh, come along for some learning and so how do we create that sense of space and place. We have the calls for calls for justice as well as calls for action Val talked about the calls for justice but the calls to action for the truth and reconciliation there's 94 calls to action. And that's for all Canadians to have a better relationship to reset their relationship when it comes to reconciliation. Let's talk about the truth. We're not even at reconciliation yet. Um, we're still at the truth-telling stages. Mm. And I believe, uh, I believe the government, uh, or the, not the there's only been nine or 11 calls to action that have actually been implemented in five years that the commission has um, completed its job as far as the truth and reconciliation. One of the things we do need is a national centre, like a national commission for truth and reconciliation to make sure that those... Uh, calls to actions get to get to fruition. The reason why we be, I became involved with Grandmother's Voices is just for that sense of community, David. Um, looking for that community, that sense of community. What can I do? What's my calling? I always know that I want to be with Indigenous people, like-minded individuals and our intellects. I want to learn from them. I want to learn from these ladies. I want to learn from the grandmothers, the uncles, you know, and it's so important that we are doing this speaker series where it's called and awaken awaken the medicines within and it's just been absolutely phenomenal to see the engagement you know we're creating that space we created the space online and to see that engagement online is just it it just gives me tingles every single time that that we go live for with our speaker series And even just talking with the men and the men and the vulnerability and showing that and modeling that, which is so important because, you know, yesterday we just finished having that acknowledgement of, um, let's talk and, you know, and just having those conversations to come to a place where you feel comfortable, where you're, where you're safe and you are going to be nurtured and not be judged. Um, a lot of us have be who are indigenous. You know, we have. I do have a, a non-indigenous parent. Where does that where does that piece lie? Where do we fit in, in in society? And I think that, and not I think, but this is how grandmother's voice is working. That we are bringing everybody together under the under an umbrella that want to come and learn and be be with us and be with strong like-minded individuals and. I can't say enough about grandmother's voice. Like we could go on and just have another conversation about grandmother's voice, but you know, we're really trying to get build that collective voice, not only for our region, but you know, we, but for the regions right across the country that mm. want to maybe look at that model, like you said earlier, look at the model, and we'll be able to help and, and guide you along the way of all the things that we've done and, and how you can have your own community grandmother's voice mm. and in, in your own community. So, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, it's just wonderful that I'm here and with all these ladies. And again, thank you so much, David, for having us and have and creating the space for us. And that's the most important thing that we're one of the most important things we're trying to do as well is creating space and reclaiming space for indigenous knowledge, perspectives, and our intellects that have that knowledge that they are revered and uh, and revered. Mm. Thank you.
2: Okay. Now and Jimigwach. That's uh, Sherry Saville, uh, someone I've known for quite some time, uh, sat on a number of uh, different committees uh, with her as well in the Halton region area. Uh, Renee Thomas-Hill, you have been listening to everyone speak here, and we're going to give you the last word. So Renee Thomas-Hill, please, uh, it's a pleasure to have you on the show, someone else that I have known for quite a long time.
3: Yes, thank you, David. It is, um, we were destined to meet because <laughs> we are all to play a role in what was to come about. And I always like to refer back to the two-row wampum. Mm. The two-row wampum is very important. It talks about relationships. And this is a time of rebuilding relationships, renewing our relationships as a parent to our child, a child to a parent, a partner to a partner, uh, a person to their community, a person to their, um, to the land, a person to to another, n- other creation. And this is what Grandma's duties was always to remind the people of restoring their relationships, restoring their relationships with themselves. That is self care. Mm-hmm. Restoring their relationship with their fam, with others. Because that's what we were created was to support one another and to help to create a better and healthier world. And we were created to create um, to renew our relationship with creation, and so that we would be, uh, as they say, we would know what heaven is all about. Because it is, we have been given so much of unconditional love. And so we have to reconnect our relationship to our higher power. And the higher power has been patiently waiting because we have lost our ethics. We have lost values. We have lost the understanding of appreciation. What do you hear a lot is um, sadness because they're not being grateful? Be grateful that you have your eyes to see. Be grateful that you have your ears to hear. Be grateful that you are here. Each one of us is here for a reason. Be grateful that you have a purpose in life, and that is to create a new world.
2: Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you had any question or doubts about the value that we spoke about off the top of the show here, about the knowledge that grandmother's voice brings and wants to share and about how that knowledge has value equivalent to that of anyone out there holding a Ph.D., then you just have to listen to those words that we just heard from Renee Thomas Hill. I look forward to having Grandmother's Voices back on Moment of Truth again in the near future. So I want to thank you, our listeners, and I also want to thank Grandmother's Voices for taking the time to join us here on Moment of Truth and Element FM. You are listening to a one-hour special featuring Grandmother's Voices, and they include Renee Thomas-Hill, Gail Whitlow, Sherry Saville, Faith Hale, Jody Harbour, Val King, and Cindy Lee, and it was a pleasure to have them all on the show. I'm your host, David Moses, and we will see you again tomorrow right here on Moment of Truth and Element FM.
0: This has been Moment of Truth with David Moses. Element. Element. Element FM.